the one and only Darren Green Show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Darren Green Show. I believe this is episode 214. I'm not sure. I'll find out when we get into post. Hey, (laughs) it's just me. And you know, when it's just me, I like to get right into it. But before we get into it, there's some things I do want to address. Um, very slow news week. Very slow news week. There's a lot of attention on the elephant in the room. Obviously, the situation, the conflict between Israel and Palestine. Um, very touchy situation. And I, I just want to say this because, and I know I haven't directly received any criticism, but I know that there's bigger creators and uh, mutuals of mine that that do content that you know. Um, may not have talked about this or or covered any pending news. Um, I, I do think that there should be a room for both types of creators right now. I think the creators that are covering and actively covering and reporting the news on what's going on over there and also like content creators that create you know, comfort content. Uh, someone said this on on TikTok the other day. It's like I think that there should be a space also right now for comfort content because we know there's a lot of we're going through a tumultuous time. Okay, we are watching a genocide. Because let's be clear. Let me let me and let me just say that. Let me just say that. Let me let y'all know where I stand on the situation. Right. I'm not. I'm not one of those. Oh, I see both sides. Is that and the third? I think that um, people are dying on both sides. Innocent people are dying on both sides, but it's um, a certain government that is in the wrong here. Okay, let's be very clear. Um, And and, like I said, that's all I will say on it. I think that there's room for both. Um, I I would say to any other creators or to anyone that that thinks that they that, that feel pressure to talk about this. Do what you can do within your mental and emotional capacity, okay? Because I know that it's difficult to come on the internet and speak on an issue and not really knowing how your opinion or your take is going to land. Because at the end of the day, you're going to, if you're with this, you're you're against this, you're anti that. If you're with that, then you're against genocide. Like, you know, it's really confusing. It's confusing. And like me, I already wasn't privy to the conflict as a, as in general. That's my fault. I've been doing research just because I'm not talking about this or I'm not covering it. I definitely have done my research. I've definitely looked in video, at videos. I've reposted stuff. Um, I just think that it's just I can't really talk about this. I don't I don't have the range. You know, you know me. You know, I always talk about what I talk about entertainment news. That's my lane. I stay in my lane. Okay, and if you want to stay in your lane, I don't think that's problematic. I think it's actually problematic if you get on a platform and not really know the ins and outs and you're just spewing it. And you may be doing it for, you know, for for genuine reasons. But at the end of the day, it's problematic because you could be spreading misinformation. So I don't want to do that. I think that I am what you would call a comfort Content creator, okay, I'm creating the content to get you guys out of the situation that we, well, I mean, I would still say get informed, 
still watch what's going on. I wouldn't say watch the news, child, because the news is very one-sided. But seek the information that you need to seek. Look for resources on how to aid Palestine in their situation, their conflict. I think it can be intimidating, too. It really can be intimidating. Not, not a lot of people is built for this type of conversation. And I would say, you know, if you're not comfortable, you know, do you. So for the fellow creators, continue to make the content that we're going to make, child. We know that the world is going through a lot of turmoil right now. We have leaders that do not know what the hell they're doing. Okay, and that's on all sides. Because, <laughs> child, I don't know what the hell this administration is doing, child. I, I don't even want to bring up Biden, child, because that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, that's. I just wanted to say that before we get into the to the regularly scheduled programming. Okay, so let's get into these hot topics. Let me give you some hot topics, and I'm going to give you some side mid-topics that I want to talk about that was, you know, permeating throughout the week. You know, just give y'all a week recap. It is finally Friday. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm over here, chow, moving and shaking at my job, chow. That's all I'm entitled to say. I'm going to be working on Saturdays now, but that's not going to stop the Saturday shows. I know I'm taping on Friday, but when this comes out, it'll be Saturday. So happy Saturday, y'all. Now, as for the topics, you know, we got to we gotta re- talk about some recycled topics <clears throat> because DJ Envy got, was in the news, chow, caught lying. The damn dude that was doing the house flipping scams, chow, he done finally got arrested, chow, finally. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about Cardi B and having a meltdown on social media. It gets really serious. Like I said, these are recycled topics, but it got worse because the girl over here tweeting that she want to put a pew-pew to her head. Okay. We got to talk about Nicki Minaj and her freestyle. Well, I think about it. City Girls' raw album just dropped. We'll see. And then we got some side topics. I do want to talk about Young Jock and why... He's all over the headlines. Like I said, it's a slow news week. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so let's get into this whole DJ Envy, Caesar Pina, this this situation that we talked about last week. I told you we're going to be recycling topics because things are developing, okay? Now, as y'all know from the last episode, okay, DJ Envy got caught up in some legal drama with this house flipper scam artist, Caesar Pina. Okay, well, now he's arrested and they've been looking through iHeartRadio offices, the FBI. Okay, the feds, honey. They've they've been looking through, they've been looking through a lot of um, DJ Envy's files, computers, USBs. Like they're trying to find information on where the hell these people money went, and if he knew anything about this situation, this scam. Now, I gotta. Talk about this briefly, and then I'll get into my my notes here. Um, the charges um, come after months of social media accusations and civil litigation against uh, Caesar, who victims say stole their money with uh, a promise of big profits. Right now, DJ Envy has been caught up in the scheme because critics say that he helped Caesar. He promoted him. He was on the Breakfast Club multiple times. He was at seminars and in those look and you you know what I was talking about with the last episode. I don't trust none of or not the episode. I think I did a video on this. I don't trust none of them. Oh, self help and strategic seminar. Yeah, I, I remember back when it was COVID and they had it on Zoom and stuff and did before you know and before they had it in, in actual venues and stuff like that. It looks very scammy on. It looks very pyramid schemish. 
I, I, I don't mess with that type of stuff, okay? Now, I'm not trying to say that these people should have known. But, like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the FBI, I mean, they they raided iHeartRadio offices, you know? And this is bad. This is this is this is gonna look bad on DJ Envy. I don't even know if he's even gonna have a job. We'll get into it. I think the worst part about this situation too, because I don't care about what's happening to to Envy at the end of the day. Like you didn't scam the people, but you helped the scammer reach the people. Okay, let's be very clear. Do I think that he had one hundred percent awareness of the situation? No. I don't think that he was let know. I think that he was very negligent and not trying to figure out how this process works. But, you know, we, we, we already rehashed that, right? I think the worst part of this situation is the fact that they did this to target cities with impoverished people. Like, they did this in cities because they wanted to help people that were impoverished and teach them about, you know, owning property and, and, and flipping houses and getting a profit and stuff like that. And you scam them. Not on, like not only is that like messed up because it was a lot. It was I mean I was looking at the video footage of people talking about you know how much they took. Like people was putting down two hundred thousand, one hundred thousand, you know, close to what Envy was talking about because he said he he lost like five hundred thousand dollars. Like this man made millions of dollars and he he boasted it on the Breakfast Club. Like I I flipped my whole career around. And my thing is this, and, let, and let's get into the notes of it all. Let me get into my notes about this situation, right? I don't see how he thought. And I'm, I'm talking about Caesar right now. I don't see how he thought he was going to get away with this skate freak. Like I was looking at some of the, the, um, the victims, right? The people that he took the money from. And these were some high-profile people. We got the person. There was somebody that did DJ Envy's car. I seemed like a white guy. Like you know, you you don't you don't mess, look. You don't mess with the white man money, chat. Because <laughs> they will definitely get the receipts on your ass. And not only, I mean, you got the feds involved, right? Because you over here getting millions of dollars by scamming people. These people are not getting their money back. These people have not got a cent back, allegedly. And I think it's so shitty because. Everybody is poor right now. Everybody is maintaining a livable income. And they look to these get-rich-quick schemes. And they see, oh, my favorite radio host is promoting it, so it must be legit because that's what we do now. I think, like I said in the last video, we need to stop trusting these, these influencers, celebrities, whatever you want to call it, that want to sell product and sell business strategies or whatever the set and the third you get it on your own you find the information on your own i think it's i think it's messed up i don't want to rehash this because we are we already talked about this right but 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 my thing is this though right i think there, there ain't no way though back back to envy right there ain't no way he didn't know something was going on okay how long this been going on for the eyes somebody please tell me in the comments but like it's because I looked at the victims. I, I seen their stories. It's a lot of them. Okay. It's a lot of victims coming out. Ain't no way in the world. DJ, like not even just DJ Envy, but his reps. I know he has a team. I know he has a management team that is overseeing stuff. Like they didn't tell him like, Hey, this will look a little sketchy. This will look a little unorthodox or something. Or you just not listening to them. 
Because clearly you're not listening to them because you didn't listen to your damn legal team because they told you not to say nothing about it, but you ended up saying something about it. And now we caught your ass lying. Because on a live, you're talking about, oh, yeah, well, you know, I work with Caesar. I made some money. I lost some money. You know, that's just the way business works. It's at the third. But you got on the breakfast club and you said that you didn't get a cent back just like the other people. I think the biggest question also is like, why are you not suing Caesar? You lost over $500,000 and you're not suing him either. You're not going to sue him. You're not going to try to get that money back. It looks suspicious. It just looks suspicious. I'm just saying. I I, I cannot lie. I hope that DJ Envy gets everything he deserves. Because... <laughs> Look, and, and I'm not trying to kick a man while he down, but you know, you have been problematic over the years, child. Let's be very clear. Very sedity, very, very, uh, let's see, classes. Okay. You over here doing all this and you, and you, you a scammer or you a, a scammer promoter. Goodbye. And you might lose that damn job because you know companies, companies do not like the feds going through their shit. Because they scared that they're going to find something on them. Like, because I, I ain't trying to say nothing like iHeart. I love you, iHeart Radio. Okay, give me give me a podcast deal. Okay. <laughs> I promise I'll be entertaining. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty sure they don't like the feds going up in their shit. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, not not a good thing. Um, so this is going to cause tension between Envy and, and the company. And I think that. You know, Charmaine, you better find yourself a new co-host. You better get a Jason Lee and, and what's his name? Just hilarious. I think they'll be good replacements. I mean, the show is kind of dead now. I mean, to be honest, like, yeah, we got Charmaine. Charmaine always going to sit there and do what he going to do, child. Envy was always boring to me. Y'all lost Angela. I feel like after Angela left and, and people, <laughs> no, I was talking to people about the situation. They said, yo, not Angela left for a reason. I knew she, look, she ain't got nothing to do with it, okay? But I knew she was like, let me get out of here for this thing because I'm leaving this sinking ship. I'm having my, making my own platform. Got my own radio show, okay, period. Shout out to Angela Yee. But to be honest, when she left, like, the show kind of lost value. Like, I only watch clips. I don't watch the whole, like, I used to watch whole Breakfast Club episodes back in the day. Like, that shit used to be funny. So, it lost its touch. And once, the, once Envy gone, child, y'all, <laughs> child... Charmaine better just get his own little show. I think that's what he gonna for anyway. And then give some give some space for some new talent. Okay. I'm I'm definitely here for it because this is crazy. You scamming people out their goddamn money. People spend over a hundred thousand. They last. Like they last. And we going through a recession. We going through so much turmoil when it comes to finances, bitch. Everybody poor. Okay. Even the rich is poor. Okay. And I ain't talking about the filthy rich. I ain't talking about the billionaires. Shit, they good. I'm just saying, shit. I'm I'm looking at regular running the mill actors, rappers. This that, and the third child. I'm looking at their houses. I remember houses. I remember looking at their houses back in the day compared to now. Child, they almost living like us. And you want to scam people that is you know you know working for their money. You know the working class. I think that's real messed up. I think that's real messed up. And I think they should get every dime penny. Back tenfold, okay. Because I don't, I don't, I don't play with that. I don't play with that. Mm-mm. But also, you have to understand too. You cannot trust everything you see on the internet. You cannot trust 
everything that you see with these celebrities. These celebrities and these influencers, these radio hosts, at the end of the day, their main focus is to entertain you, but it's also to sell product because they have sponsors, okay? And they have people paying them to promote these businesses, and these businesses don't be legit. I think that's a learning lesson. I think also people should learn from this. If someone tries to get you to buy a seminar or a business strategy discussion or book or whatever the case is, masterclass, or just to put money into something to flip out, don't do it, you Now, house flipping, it's going to make house flipping look bad because I remember I knew people that really did house flipping and they made buku money off that shit, okay? It's a real legit thing. Like, people were was making money, but it depends on the person that's running it, right? You know, they got to, they got to, they got to be legit. They can't be like Caesar. I don't know how the house flipping things go. I, I think from my understanding, these people put money into a house and they flip it and they get some type of proceeds to to whenever they sell or rent or whatever the case is. I think that's how it works. Um, but these people ain't getting none of their money back. Like, and you cannot just say, oh, well, that's just business. You put money into it. It's a possibility that it, no, 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 no. We ain't doing that. I, <laughs> I should at least get my money back. <laughs> okay. Hell no, I don't trust that. Envy you, y'all going to hell. <laughs> I don't use that shit loosely, honey. But y'all going to hell in a handbag, stealing all that people money. But I hope it get. I hope people start to really realize, like, okay, we can't. All right, we can't. We we ain't trusting you no more. Okay, I'm not even trusting the damn TikTok shop. Every time I see a creator get on a TikTok shop, talk about some. Oh my god, this is the best device in the world. This is the best girl. That shit like it can break in three seconds. I ain't trusting none of that shit. Okay. Anyway, I want to move on. I want to talk about Cardi B. Because Cardi, oh God, we talked about this last week with Medusa and Essence. I forgot what the situation was. I think she was like responding to, she was responding to Barb accounts. And now she's just like responding to trolls at this point. Like basically, it really all started when this uh, tweet person basically saying, Cardi is the only Mexican I know that don't work hard. And Cardi responded, I hope your mother dies. And people was like, oh, man, that's too much. That's too far. Girl, look, here's my thing. I'm definitely, uh, I'm not with the race jokes. You know, Cardi B's clearly not Mexican. If you're like non-POC saying that, you're racist. I'm also opposed to people wishing death on family members. I mean, come on, let's 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 keep the decorum. I think two things can be true at the same time. Uh, that commenter or that tweet was wrong. I um, mean, Cardi's tweet was wrong also. Okay. Let's just keep that's it's fair. Now somebody was like, keep wishing death on people and watch how I come back to you. Uh Cardi B responded and I D G A F F y'all. Y'all can call me Mexican, bring me down, hurt my feelings, talk shit about everything. This is why I don't release music. And then she made another tweet that kind of got people like a okay. I think I think we need to Take a break off social media. She said, I just want to put a bullet to my head. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like when I seen like literally, this was like a couple of days ago. Literally, when I seen this, because I made a TikTok about it, I was like, okay, we need to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
we need to really, really, really like calm down. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to tone police Cardi, right? You know, at the end of the day, I don't know what she's going through. I don't get enough com. I don't get half as much comments and, and, and tweets that she gets on the daily that's like negative towards her. Um, but this does kind of seem very cry out for help. Like it does seem like she's suffering in some kind of way. We talked about this on the last episode and, you know, we had um, conflicting opinions and it was just like, oh no, she's just getting her get back. She's just getting her get back. I I just don't see it. I just see rage. I see anger. I see hurt feelings. And it's clear with this post that she is just hurt. Okay, I'm not, ain't no way to sugarcoat it. She is I think she is like Ross said back in the day, you are bothered by everything. And if that tasteless, arguably racist joke got you to say that, I'm pretty sure probably with some other tweets or whatever. And and we know Cardi to look and, and follow topics that's not in her favor, which is like, I, I, I that's just like me flipping through conservative TikTok. Okay, I'm looking at Candace Owens. I'm looking at all the people. I'm looking at Ben Shapiro, all them. That's just like me looking through conservative content and being like, oh my goodness, now I want to hurt myself because I'm offended by what they said. Like, girl, you came up, you came to their house. You, you, you would you looking through their shit. Okay. And I get it. They're in your comments. They're 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 tweeting at you. But see, the thing about it is though, let's be very clear. If you didn't, if you don't give these people half as much attention as you give them, they will stop. And I and and y'all can sit there and comment and say, no, that's not true, because at the end of the day, anything that she does, yes, you're gonna get your run-of-the-mill people that's gonna that's gonna troll your ass. But at some point, like people will realize that you're not gonna respond and they just they don't say nothing. Look at people like Beyonce. And I hate bringing her up. I do. I hate bringing her up because I, I feel like y'all going to be like, oh, y'all always trying to compare to set and third. Look, 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 here's the thing. Beyonce was the, and, and still to this day, like people will talk shit about her. She doesn't respond. Um, they don't talk shit about her as much. Maybe it's because, you know, she's become this big artist that, you know, she is. And now it's like, your ass might get bullied if you talk shit about her. Your ass might get blackballed now. Okay. But I, I, I truly think if Cardi stops responding or just draw back just a little bit of the responses to, cause at this point it's, you're responding to, to 100 follow people, like people that only got a hundred followers. You're, you're responding to literal trolls. These are, these could be bots at the end of the day. Like these, we, we don't even know if these are real people. We don't even know if the the shit that people are saying is even how they really feel. They could just be saying something like, Ooh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a say something because Cardi going to respond. Cause at the end of the day, anything I say, Cardi going to respond to like, they getting at you, they playing in your face and you giving it to them because when you respond, you look like you bitter. Like you look like, Oh, you hurt by what I said. There must be some truth behind it. Why not control the narrative and be like, I'm not going to say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing because I ain't got I ain't got I ain't got time for you peasants. You you guys are peasants at the end of the day. We are peasants to you, Cardi. Let's be let's be very clear. We don't mean shit to you except for your fans. I know you have love for your fans. Is that the third? We ain't got shit for you. 
Why? Why? And like I said, for the life of me, I, I, I have an understanding. I'm a Libra. Libra, we very, we very sensitive. Okay, we very sensitive. Okay, we don't like nobody talking crap about us. But the best revenge is to be unbothered and then letting your music speak for itself. I think the whole thing, and this is why I don't, and this goes back to this tweet. Oh, well, I don't, this is why I don't come up with music. No, girl, don't, don't sit there and stop making music because, because people talk a shit about you. Girl, I mean, where's the fun in that? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I get it. Cause sometimes when I, there's times where I get like mean comments and stuff like that too. I have to just have that realization that when I get online, when I get on my TikTok, when I get on my YouTube or podcast and platform, look, there's going to be somebody in the comments talking about me saying I'm big backed and all that stuff. Okay. Let's be very clear. That's just, that's, you know, I'm a big person. I'm a creator. I, I make content, talk about other, cele- I talk about other people. Right. So that's just, that's just the understanding that I have when I get up here and talk. Right. Um, you have to have that realization, that understanding that, you know, not everybody going to like your shit and, and serve, serve your niche. Cardi, you did phenomenal on your first album. If this second album flops, so the hell what you still Cardi B people going to still remember you. You still gonna have brand deals, you know, maybe music ain't going to be your thing no more. Maybe you'll go to acting or maybe you might go back to reality TV. Who knows? Um, but just just serve your niche. Once you serve your niche, once you just make content for your for your own people that's going to mess with it, that's going to always be down for what you got to say, what you got to rap about, what you got to do, whatever, and just block out the BS. I'm, anyway, she makes a response. I'm not even going. I'm going straight off my notes. Like, <laughs> I'm not going on my notes at all, child. Because I just had, I just wanted to get that off my chest. But she also made a response. I'm gonna play it. So here it is. We burst, and like when I and when I burst, I'm very outspoken. Like I will really fucking, I will literally, if I could, I, when I have one of my bad moments, I just, I, I will literally get here and curse out everybody and fucking be like, I want you to die, bitch. I want to die. I don't give a fuck because that's just how I just be feeling at the moment. So I was just very overwhelmed yesterday. I was very sad. Um, and um, I don't know, like, I just felt like I was just having such a good week. I just felt like I was just having such a good week. And then I felt like when I got home and I just started seeing so much, I started paying t- attention to so much shit that people were saying about me and all the funny shit about me. I just started, like, getting upset about it. And I was just like, oh, I just wanted to burst. Like, I just I just had one of those moments yesterday. That like, you know, like when you just have one of those moments that it's just like, bitch, I don't even want to be here like mentally. Like, I just don't even want to be here. But like, you know what? I just I just feel like I needed like one of those. I feel like I needed one of those days where I let it out, where I just want to vibe. Even today, I feel a little bit down. I was a little overwhelmed. I was crying so much this morning, but I feel a little bit better. Me and my sister, we went out, we went and chill, went to the Bronx, went to a little lounge. We drank a little bit. We took some fucking pictures and um. Uh, tomorrow I'm just gonna like take the day off because on Friday I have to go out of town for a very long time, and um, and I'm gonna chill with my friends too. I want to chill with my friends because my friends always cheer me up. That's the good thing about me that I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of family that would cheer me up. And I just want to say, I love- yeah. Um. So okay. So pretty much, you know, she's kind of downplaying. Um. You know, when I get mad, I. 
I just say shit because I'm just mad. I'm just so upset, you know. But she did say in there also that she was sad. Like, she was um, offended by it. I'm looking at a comment right now, child. I'm, we on the neighborhood talk. Shout out to them. Girl, get a diary. And I could not agree more. And I could not agree more. Get a goddamn diary. Or better yet. And I said this on TikTok. And people was like, oh, my God, no. Well, these trolls need to figure out, need to stop doing what they're doing. I said she need to get help. She need to seek help. She needs to talk to a therapist. Anger management, maybe. Because I, I, I definitely feel like she got some pimped up like rage inside her and i and i know where that comes from i'm not saying i know i know of her like i'll be if you get into the entertainment news space like you you learn these celebrities right cardi is has always been very reactive okay it served her well in the past it served her well in the hood it served her well on love and hip-hop because that's what you know that's what you got to do but girl, you are at a different stage in your life, career, whatever. You cannot be going flying off the handle and saying this. And, and and I don't know. Like I'm just, you know, I'm. You know, you know where I stand where it comes to these girls. You know, I only I only mess with one. You know, but and, and I don't really mess with cards like that. But it was kind of disappointing to see that. It it, it was okay. I, I do think that the trolls should dial back, but at the end of the day, you can't. It's the internet. Like, it's nothing like, and that's why I said in the original video, some, your parents should have told you when you, because I know my parents did too. Not everybody going to like you. People going to always going to have some shit to say. I think I had this this situation, you know, working, because I, I ain't tell y'all, but I actually didn't leave my job still working at a bank. And sometimes with customer interactions, it does become like, you know, if things don't go their way, they want to curse you out. It's always your fault. They get mad at you. They get smart with you. They curse you out. Like I several occasions where I got cursed the hell out. Okay. And this is in person. This ain't no, this ain't no social media shit. So that's why I'm, I can tell I'm built for this. Okay. Um, but in the beginning, I would internalize it and, and be like, you know what? You, Sometimes I may respond back with a little witty response or, you know, get heated or have to walk out because I'm about to curse the ass out. But like eventually it's just like I just don't internalize. It. I remember my manager told me don't internalize it at the end of the day. It is what it is. You have a job to do. Don't let them get you get you in your feelings. I almost left this left this company doing, uh, you know, because of that, because of the customer interaction. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that because I ain't going to let these people. Stop my bag. No, no, we ain't, we ain't, gonna, we ain't, gonna, we ain't gonna let it happen. Okay. And, and just like Cardi, I feel like you should not let these people stop your bag. Drop your music, girl. Drop your music. We'll see what happens with it, girl. We'll see if it becomes number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. We'll see what happens. Okay, girl. Just, just make music, serve your niche, and just stop. Just, I would say get off social media, girl, but you ain't gonna get off social media. Just stop looking. When you post things, don't look at the comments, right? There's things that you can do also. There's, there's like, with these apps and stuff like that, you can, like, uh, well, I know it's only like that for TikTok. I'm, I think it's something like that for Twitter also. It's, like, where you can edit what you can see, like, um, 
mute this word or mute that word or, you know, and if they say anything that has like cursing in it or, or something that's derogatory, you can, it, it, it will filter the comments so that you can only see what you want to see, like what you, what, what your fans are talking about. Cause that's what you should care about. You should care about what your fans are saying. Um, but yeah, definitely. And also get some help, you know, talk to somebody, talk about your situations and, and all that good stuff. I feel like I'm talking about this a little bit too much, child. We are already 30 minutes in. Let's move on off of Cardi B. Okay. Now, some 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 new music came out today. Okay, we got we got a uh, City Girls Raw Real Ass Whores. It dropped. Did I listen to anything? I did listen to the song that they did with Kim Petras. I love it. I got it on my playlist. Love that song. I was flipping through some stuff. Um, what's that one tonight? Girl, why she said keyword on his nose on my period root chart. I can't with JT. <laughs> anyway, it's y'all and these it's it's these these damn lines that be that be tripping me. Like I said, I, I listened to I skimmed through the album. I didn't listen to it fully. I'm making a habit of not reviewing albums the day of. Um, because you can't you can't really review an album the day of you can only you know talk about your first reactions and you know flipping through some of the songs this is very city girls-esque um definitely with tonight that was um and that's i'm talking about their song tonight um very 90s inspired love that and and it kind of it meshes well with the album cover because it does seem it seems very like 90s-esque like freak nick type vibe got the colors like it's cute they look cute body tee okay i i love everything about what they got going on here i'm sad that this is gonna be their last album as a as a duo but you know they're gonna carisha gonna be doing her carisha please she on her oprah shit and JT going to be rapping because that's what she do. You know, she's a rapper. Okay. And I can't wait to see what her um, EP is going to look like. That's what I'm really waiting for. But, you know, this is their last little album, you know. Ain't going to be no more City Girls. But, yeah, I thought this album was cute. I thought it was pretty good. So far, I mean, like the songs that I'm listening to looks pretty good so far. We'll see how it does on the charts. Like I said, I can't give a full review. Now, Nikki. So she drops a freestyle, another freestyle, because like she said, she's going to be dropping new stuff every week until it's time for the album to drop. She released this song called For All the Barbs. It's a play on Drake's uh, album for all the dogs. Um, and it features Drake and Chief Keef, which I thought was like, okay, um, um, Drake and Chief Keef, child, we work with Drake. After he done left you off the damn album, I'm, we still ain't over there, Drake. Period. Anyway, um, I listened to it. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Um, I'm ready for Pink Friday too. Okay, I'm ready for Pink Friday too. I know everybody's like up all night tweeting and all that stuff. You know, I feel like I'm I'm really becoming like a veteran Barb child, like. You know, we, we we not staying up all night waiting to see what's going on or wait to see if you're going to go live talking about some things, getting to some things, honey. We we waking up the next day. We listening to the clips. We, we listen to the song. We going to buy it. We still go, look, we still going to buy it. Right. Um, What I think about it is I don't know. 
I think these are like old scrapped songs that they're coming back to and revising and putting some new lyrics into it. Cause we see like she had a couple shady posts on there said it was like a family reunion going back to the VMAs, you know, all my sons and stuff. Um, yeah, I thought that was cute. It was funny. She also said, which, no, she said this, not, not one sub kill five bitches. Ocean gate. Ah. Nick, that's one thing Nikki gonna do. She gonna always have a disrespectful ass line like that. <laughs> Girl, not like Ocean Gate. Girl. Anyway, and you know what? I'm look. I, I, I'm looking at this now. She's referencing she, the double entendre. Like Nikki is a genius. Like I'm never gonna take that away from her. This this song may have not been my cup of tea, but I would never take away her pen because at the end of the day the one sub killed five bitches she talked about subbing these hoes it killed five of the bitches but it also killed the people that was in that damn submersible and I believe it was like five of them in there <laughs> like this woman is a genius now this may not be my thing maybe it's just not for me I'm not saying that it's bad okay I'm not saying anything because it, it, it it's getting more uh, better uh, comments and, and, and people like this more than the other freestyle that she did, which I personally like the other freestyle. I like that one a little better than this one. This one seems, it seems it's cute. Like it's like I said, it got that line in it and she's really showing her pen here. I don't know. It does seem a little old. Like it, like the song seems a little dated in which I think that's what's happening. Like she's using scrap songs. Drake's verse and eh, chief Keith chat. I don't, I don't know nothing about that man. Um, can't wait to see what happens next Friday. Okay, so like I said, I'm just I'm here. I can't wait for Pink Friday to actually drop. But yeah, that happened. Let's see what else is going on. Chow. We gotta talk about Young Jock. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking about Young Jock. I mean, like I said, it's a slow news week. And all the blogs wanted to talk about how he said he wouldn't take $250,000 to perform at an LGBT event. Okay. He says that he doesn't want a man with his lustful eyes and nipples out. He doesn't want a man to watch him with his lustful eyes and nipples out as he rapping the lyrics to his song. Or something like that, child. I would play the clip, but you know how some of these channels, they don't want people playing their stuff, and then it becomes like, a, oh, they're not monetizing the what's that, the third. Y'all seen the video. They done posted it everywhere. If y'all into celebrity gossip, y'all already know. Y'all already seen what he had to say on Vlad TV. Then he made his little response to his radio show talking about some, I'm talking about, I was talking about lesbians. It just didn't make any sense. He got he got backlash for it, but I'm just like, don't nobody give a goddamn, first of all, that, that Jock would not do an LGBT event we, we didn't think you would we, we we didn't think you have enough on your catalog okay you mean to tell me somebody paying you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to perform one song arguably because i only know meet me in the club is going down meet me in the truth is going down. like i only know that song i don't know anything else that he does i don't know anything else he does at all like Please, somebody in the comments, give me like five songs. <laughs> give me some, like what concert you going to be doing a performance? That's about it. Just one song. 
girl, if you don't get out of here, and y'all be going on Vlad TV, and Vlad be having y'all asses look crazy. The same thing that happened with, with, with Neo. Unprovoked, unbothered, nobody asked. Like, and this is what I'm talking about. And this may come off as a rant to set the third. I'm not offended. <laughs> I promise you. This I, I think this is more funny than anything. Um, not like my next topic that we'll get into that's pertaining to this. But like I think it's funny because it's just like, girl, don't nobody want to watch no fucking young jock as girl. It's 2023. It ain't 2000 and shit. What? Eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Like, I don't know when he was a thing. I don't even remember when he was a thing. I know he was a thing on Love and Hip Hop. Like people, you know, was watching him on that. But like, it's <laughs> I don't know, child. Tell me what y'all think about it in the comments. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, Young Jock. Mm. So boozy. You know these topics go hand in hand, child. Now boozy, little boozy. Okay. Um, basically says that fathers need to push the P word on their sons when they turn 16 to possibly avoid being gay. Right. So here's the actual interview. Now I will play this because this is like some third party podcast. They ain't going to they ain't going to try nothing with me. Agree with sir. I got a son now. We talked about this a lot. I got a, a 17 month old. I'm afraid like I, the only thing I could think of right now is that he's going to be homeschooled. Yeah, I don't want to put them in an area where they're like, no, there's actually more than two genders. And they're going to try to convince him to believe this lie that isn't true. Right, right. You know what I mean? And that's up to a father to do that. You know, as a father, we got to be more hands-on. We got to be more hands-on with raising our kids and letting them know what's right. By the time they're 16, you got to be pushing people. You got to be pushing pussy. When they're 15, you got to start sending them to the movies with the girl. Because, you know, if, if they're going to get blinded by what they see in, on TV and, and things like that as dads we got to be a part of that because if we let them just watch what everybody sees they will stray that way i don't agree with certain shit i, gotta I think when it comes into interactions with you know partners and stuff like that when your kids start dating the only thing you should be teaching them is stop when you're when you're asked to stop okay and to to have safe sex honestly i think this is and, and i think it's i find it so funny too that a lot of these parents, and now Boozy can very much homeschool his children, right? If he if he really wanted to, like it's not it's nothing. He can get teachers this that and the third. He has the resources, but it be these regular ass people talking about some. Oh my god! Like I'm gonna homeschool my child because they're not gonna learn that there's five genders and that you have to announce and say then they them and like, bitch, how you going? How you how you going afford to homeschool your child? First, first frick all. Okay, because let's be very clear, like homeschooling, who going to watch the kid? Who going to teach the kid? Because at the end of the day, you still got to do things. This ain't just going to be your class. You ain't going to just be teaching him the stuff that you just know. There's things that they, a homeschool child must learn. Okay, this I, I don't I'm not too educated on like the ins and outs, but there are requirements if your child is to be, you know, stand being a stay at home child and in. And, and, Doing home and being homeschooled, right? Here's my thing. Look, when a child turns 16, I believe, what, what, what are you in? I think you're in either 10th or 11th grade. Hormones is already in there. Hormones, home, hormones is raging. You know what you want to do. Okay. You may not be out with it, but you know what you want to do. Okay. So to sit there and say the parents need to push 
something on the I think that it's grooming behavior. I think that, you know, if I were to have a child and I said, once my child gets older, I'm going to push another child on it. Like, you know, if I, if I have a 16 year old boy, that's that third or I have a child boy. And I say, once they get to a certain age, I'm a, they're going to be gay. Like they're going to be with other guys. The, <laughs> The amount of comments I would get calling me groomers, the amount of threats that I would get, the amount of people trying to call CPS. Like, let's be like, it's it's so one-sided. It's so hypocritical because he's been saying this from day one. Like, he's definitely said that he had paid for strippers to do things with his sons. Like, and he's saying this. I mean, I, girl... And y'all give him a platform. Y'all give this man a platform every time, child. I, I, you know, like I said, this shit is laughable at this point. I, I'm, I'm past being offended or being because I know this is gonna come out as a rant. Um, but I'm really not upset. Like, girl, he just looked crazy as hell. He just looked crazy as hell. And you know, there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna follow behind him. Good luck on trying to homeschool your child because that shit is not easy. And I know y'all gotta work. Cause it's not like y'all not like boozy. Okay. He can, he can sit in his house all day. Okay. And live off his residuals barely and his appearances and interviews and stuff like that. But, uh, you can, you got to go to work. So how you going, how you going to teach your child and your child has to learn the curriculum. Like they got to learn their math reading and all that stuff. You're not just going to be teaching them all the shit that you know. Cause you don't know that much. Okay, <laughs> y'all were part of the generation the child left behind, the no child left behind. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a stupid ass interview, and Boozy is a groomer. Yep. Anyway, I think that's it. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, it was a slow news week this this uh, week. Not much to talk about. There's a lot of turmoil going on right now when it comes to the situation, the conflict that's happening over there in Israel and in Palestine. Um, you guys know where I stand with that. Motherfucker free Palestine. Period. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. And I think that uh, I'll see you guys next time. Tell me what you think in the comments. Um, I'll be reading y'all comments. I'll be responding. I'll try to respond to everybody, of course. Um, but if you're also listening to the podcast on Spotify, there is an option for you to leave replies, which are like comments. So do that as well. And I will see you with the next set of topics. Hopefully we'll have more um, topics next week because there really was not a lot going on this week, to be honest. Like not much to recap. Okay. All right. See y'all later.